hello, hello, and welcome to The Long Road Podcast. The journey goes ever on with The Long Road. This episode, this is my England. Responding to the lockdown experience here in the UK, Steve Bonham and The Long Road have written and recorded, at home, a new song, This Is My England. And also this week, we join Kev on another jaunt to Kev's Cafe Corner, this time in the US of A, and the bish, me, fills us in on my international bread-making exploits. The Long Road Podcast is exploring the world of the vagabond, the troubadour, the adventurer. The world isn't beige, it isn't processed, it's authentic, it's rich, and it's real. And if those are the sorts of sentiments that make your brain light up, then hop on board. We are embracing all of those things, we are celebrating all of that, and we'd love it if you joined us on the journey. Greetings, I am Chris the Bish Leiden. Welcome to episode number 18 of the Long Road Podcast. It's great to have you on board, as always. Now, we've had quite a busy week. We have written and recorded a brand new song, which is called This Is My England. Um, I got a message from Steve, I think, on Sunday, saying, I've written a song, Bish. Um, By Monday afternoon, I'd got Steve's recording from him, done at home in Derbyshire. Uh, very simply on his iPad. And then I recorded my piano part and vocals on Tuesday in my hastily converted to a studio office at home in Manchester. I started to do the audio mix on Wednesday, sent it over to Kev uh, in Spain so he could record his bass and vocals on Thursday. And all the while we were each shooting a video of the track whilst we recorded it so we could cut together the video, uh, which I did last night, Thursday night. Uh, And today we are releasing it. Uh, We really hope you enjoy it. We think it's always good to try and give something back, so we're hoping to raise a bit of cash for the NHS here in the UK. So if you're inspired by the music, please do donate. Now that the web address is a bit clunky to read out, uh, I'll put the link in the description and on social media as well, but the link is uk.virginmoneygiving.com slash team slash thelongroad1. That's the number one. As you'll hear in the song, uh, there are references to many different sorts of people that make up our England in our eyes. But it feels kind of appropriate right now that we do something, a little something to help some of those people on the on the front line, risking their own health, their family's health, um, to help others. So workers of the NHS, we salute you. So this is My England. You can hear the full track uh, here on the podcast uh, very shortly. But also, please do go and watch the music video on YouTube. I'll put the links in the description of the podcast and on social media. Because we're recording at home with whatever limited equipment we have, um, the context of this song becomes important on a on a sort of small scale and a big scale. Obviously, this song is completely about now, inspired by now, happening because of now, made in the now, inspired by amazing people, made in the way that we can now. There are actually two videos. Steve has done a, a short introduction video explaining where the song came from, how it came about, and then there's the full music video for the song as well. Links to both videos are in the description uh, and on social media. They're all on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash stevebonham01. Please let us know what you think, uh, share the videos, donate to the NHS, and importantly, stay at home, protect the NHS, save lives. Uh, So here is Steve introducing This Is My England. by, well, for anybody, particularly uh, millionaire celebrities. Uh, yeah. 
gazing at me with soulful eyes telling me to get behind this or do that or do the other. And so when this kind of clapping for the NHS came on, I, I wasn't minded to necessarily get involved, really. But my, my kids dragged me to the window uh, on the first time it happened. And uh, we opened the window and... Uh, I live out in a, in a stick, so I don't, I don't live in a a uh, busy place. So it's it's quiet and it's a village. And I was quite astonished when, right across the village, I thought no one's going to do this. Of course, I could hear cheering and clapping, and and almost from the villages beyond, I, I was absolutely stunned by by that, and it made me think, you know. There's a lot of good in this place. I'm sure that I'm sure this country has got quite a lot of it is a bit broken and bust. And I don't have a lot of time for our leaders. Um they are particularly broken and bust. But there's something really good about this place too, and it doesn't get celebrated. And um I've always felt that the, the Scots had great Scots songs about Scotland and the Irish wall to wall. Even the Welsh have songs about saucepans to get excited about, but we're a bit short. We're a bit short in England. And I wanted to write something that captured captured that moment. You know, that bit that we we don't talk about. It's not newsworthy. It's not Twittery. It's not Facebooky. It's not Instagrammy or Tut Tut or Tok Tok or whatever it's called. It's just who we are. And um, a few days later, I just sat down with my guitar and wrote the song. This is my England. Is it yours? And it's all about those quiet, good bits, you know. Good bits. So this is not an English song per se, but it's just a time to remember there's goodness in this place too. And I offer this song to those extraordinary, ordinary people out there who are keeping us alive and keeping us fed and keeping us safe. You know, they're the lowest paid people in society quite often. And for all those people who, who, who are working, who sometimes have been made maybe slightly unwelcome, but still stick at it. Thank you. Thank you. This is your England too. Soon as we are able 
and tide We can't swim over But our future will renew When kindness blinds Fears and darkness I'll be coming home to you This is my land With a right to good health This is my England Is it yours? We believe you can have too much wealth This is my England Is it yours? the Long Road's new song called This Is My England, uh, which didn't exist uh, six days ago. Um, please, if you can, donate to the NHS. The link for the donations is in the description of the um, of the podcast or on social media. Have a look at both the videos that are online. There's an introduction and a, the music video. Um, share them, enjoy. Uh, most importantly, protect the NHS. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast and keep your eyes and ears open for our sort of actually planned releases in the coming weeks. Uh, we've got a brand new EP coming out with videos, which is very exciting. Uh, we're looking forward to sharing them with the world. As part of the lockdown experience we've been having, we're also trying to work out how best to do a, a live show with the three of us. Um, we're investigating live live. Literally everything you'd see in here is played live by us and broadcast, uh, but that kind of seems a technological feat that perhaps might outstrip the very best of us right now. 
the physics of it just sort of bend my mind a little bit. Um, but if we can't do fully live live, we're hoping at least to be able to present sort of as recorded live um, using some technical whiz buttery so that we can do a live recording of a gig, Steve, Kev and I, but it would have to be pre-prepared and then that broadcast out as a recording. Um, we definitely aim for the authenticity of live, a no edits, it is what it is, you know, the c'est la vie spirit, you know. But to get the, the sync up, I just think we'd have to be pre-prepared. If nothing else, we'd be able to do live versions basically fully pre-prepared and layered up, as we've done this week. Um, it's a bit time-intensive, but you can get the desired effect. And again, we just have to be strict with ourselves about the authenticity of it, you know, single takes, no, no edits. Um, anyway, hopefully we'll have an update on those shenanigans for you next week. Purely as a contrast to the the mellow, I suppose, almost sombre, This Is My England, I'd like to play one of our tracks from the back catalogue, um, from our Reliance album from a couple of years ago. For no other reason than I really like it. Um, it's a bit quirky, it's a bit different, uh, a bit upbeat. It's sort of quintessential The Long Road in, in my eyes. Um, so, with no further ado, please enjoy just looking for adventures, honey, let's start with you. It's indisputable, a sign of the times. It's irrefutable, across the line. Ain't no particular place I'm walking to. Ain't no particular hole I'm falling down. I'm sinking the old boat, honey, I'm letting it drown It's pathological, we're touching the skies Phantasmagorical, we're gonna fly Ain't no particular hole, I'm falling down Wherever we go, wherever we sleep Whatever we find, you can keep Let's believe in each other, leave the past to the door Within, without, let's even the score Within, without, let's even the score Taking a ride So much confusion, babe Who's on whose side? Out on the turnpike They're checking the cars Looking for outlaws They sound bizarre Lawyers and statesmen They're taking a ride Wherever we go Wherever we sleep Whatever we find, you can keep Let's believe in each other, leave the path to the door 
the album that was from uh, we even have vinyl available at artisan-creative.com um, along with its partner album uh, the girl with the rattlesnake heart both available on vinyl uh, online there or again if you go to artisan-creative.com you'll see a link to paypal if you want to drop us a few quid you know artists all over the world are going to be having a, a struggle through 2020 to make income uh, and anything you can do to help support your favorite artists is going to help so thank you if you are able to help support Yes, it's that time of the week again and Kev's Café Corner is upon you once more. And today's café is situated in the USA uh, and it was somewhere I visited, I think 2009, when I was on my trip that eventually became the subject matter for my solo album Blue Odyssey. And this particular café is located in Little Rock in Arkansas, which was part of the journey as I was heading back around all the way down through the Delta and then back towards Nashville and looking for somewhere to chill out and uh, maybe see a band uh, this was in one of the local rags or, or on a notice board or something it just sounded great the Parrot Beach Cafe I mean Arkansas is landlocked so I'm thinking what where's the beach you know but it was pretty close to the river and as you got there there were two motorbikes half buried in the ground as you walked up to the door. It was that kind of place, a bit of a shack, a bit of a dive bar, but with character oozing out of every bit of clapperboard on the on the facade there. And um, I kind of went in and uh, sort of checked it out and, you know, got talking to the, the people in there. They're, they're pretty friendly, and it, it turned out there was a jam night on, and I'm just... They're chilling, watching the music, listening to the band. And a couple of guys that were on there really impressed me. I sort of got talking and decided that I would write a song about this place because it just had so much character. And I invited, once I got back to my studio in Spain, I invited two of the guys I met there, Gil Franklin, who was a great slide player, and uh, Patrick Jawbone Kenyon, who played a great blues harp. Uh, if they would appear on the track for me. And um, to my great delight, they did. And uh, what I got them to do was record over there. I said, just play play your heart out on the track uh, all the way through a couple of times and send me everything you've done. And they both did that on blues harp and um, guitar, respectively. And then I cherry-picked the best bits and um, liberally sprinkled the track with their authentic Arkansas vibe. 
And, um, yeah, it was one of those cafes where you could just sit in there and seep in the ambience that you knew stuck to the walls like a patina of history, you know. And um, I'm very proud of the song. I'm very, very happy that I went in that place. I think it's still going. I was just checking up before I um, did this broadcast. Uh, Gil Franklin, there was a benefit for him there. A couple of years back, he'd had a hand injury, but I understood he was recovering nicely. So uh, this is for my two pals out there, Gil and Jawbone, and uh, thanks for making this track so very special for me. This is Parrot Beach Cafe. Long gone, long gone. But I'll be catching that 
Cafe from my Blue Odyssey album. Okay, join me again next week on our podcast where I'll be visiting yet another cafe. Who knows where we'll end up? Thanks a lot. Parrot Beach Cafe. It sounds like the sort of place our old pal Dr. Bigler would have hung around in. It sounds great. And what a great track as well. Fun, vibrant, a little bit filthy, uh, and just filled to the brim with authenticity. Um, but also bringing in some of that sort of melting pot flavour. There's more to this than just a little rock. That's a, that's a musical musical pun for you there, you, you big pun fans. Great stuff, Kev. So far we've had Spain, Italy, USA, I think. Uh, a floating cafe, of course. I genuinely wonder where we'll be next week. Uh, more from Kev next time. This week on The Bishop's Daily Bread, I have become international, international. Uh, For this week, I have made Zopf, a Swiss bread, which I have been calling a Sunday bread, uh, as that's how my pal Amy, who lives in Deschweitz, described it. Now, I'm going to cut to the chase here. This bread worked out really, really well (laughs) for my first attempt at proper bloody bread making. I was thrilled, begeistert, you might say. My new stand mixer worked a treat, did a grand job. Uh, I think the first prove was okay, uh, perhaps a touch over, if I'm honest, but I don't really know what I'm basing that on. So um, the second prove, now I did I did cheat a little bit. Well, maybe not cheating, but took a, a shortcut a little bit. Um, but I don't think it harmed things too much. Um, just because of the timings and the availability of who needed to be where on the day I was making this bread, i.e. my availability, my oven's availability, my dose availability um i did the second prove in the oven at a low temperature uh, with a, a wooden spoon in the door to allow the air to circulate which was a, a tip from the recipe that i i used um, and it seemed to work just fine the thing that got me this week dear listeners was i hadn't really clocked that zopf would require some platting now i don't know about you but i haven't quite finished my degree in 3d architecture yet so trying to follow the video instructions on this recipe for the platting just absolutely floored me Uh, it took me about six attempts to get anywhere near it but you know what actually it worked out fine i mean i i have no idea and i promise you i do not have the cognitive skills to work out if i did it right or not 
I absolutely have no idea. But it looked it looked pretty, and it looked like a zop. Not that I know what a zop looked like before I started this recipe, but it looked pretty damn zopfy. Um, now I'm sure people will scream at me that the plat for a zopf is terribly, terribly simple. And you know what? It probably is, once you've made a few of them. But my first time, this was puzzling. I mean, I suppose it's like most things. The first time is tricky, but it gets easier the more often you do it. I don't know, perhaps I'd do better with verbal or written instructions for the platting rather than a video. And actually thinking about it, the video was effectively the wrong way round for me, as it was filmed from, you know, the opposite side, as if you're watching a TV show at home. If it was filmed from the baker's point of view, that would be surely easier to follow. Because hmm. you'd, be, you'd just be mimicking then. You wouldn't have to be mirror mimicking. Hmm. Anyway, once the, the Zopf was platted, uh, glazed with egg and baked, turned a deep golden brown in the oven, and most importantly, when served with a thick slice, nay, nay, a slab of butter, tasted de-flipping alicious, I heartily recommend a Zopf. So huge thanks to my pal Amy for suggesting the Zopf a few weeks ago. If any of you out there have any other suggestions for bread, international in flavour or otherwise, please do let me know. I am onto a roll here. But um yeah. Um my other little kitchen based project this week hasn't quite got off the ground yet. The um the plans for homemade mozzarella. The uh the citric acid has arrived, um, but I've been let down by my Rene. I'm so desperate to call it Rene. Okay, my rennet hasn't arrived yet, so I haven't been able to start this particular adventure yet. But hopefully it will arrive this week, and I will have more news next episode. So there we are, that's the episode over. Thanks for listening, as always, wherever in the world you are. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. We are on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, loads of places. Um, the next episode will be out next week, Friday the 17th of April, 2020. Um, let us know what you think. Tell us what you like about the show, uh, about the music. You can find us on social media, Steve Bonham on the Long Road on Facebook. That's our main social media channel. Check out our YouTube, youtube.com slash stevebonham01. If you like what we're doing, why not consider supporting artisan creativity and drop us a few quid? You can do it through PayPal, super easy. Just visit paypal.me slash thevagabondway. Thank you once again, brave adventurers, vagabonds, and explorers. Remember, the world isn't beige. It's authentic, it's rich, and it's real. Embrace every last bit of it. Until next time, the journey goes ever on with a long road. Bye for now.